This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday as we get for tonight's NBA slate. We'll get us a baseball coming up. And then Jimmy Pazzo is going to join us next hour, talk all things NBA postseason. Uh, let's dive into tonight's games. There's three playoff games tonight. Atlanta at Miami, game two. Uh, Heat leading the series 1-0. Heat, seven and a half point favorites tonight, 219 on the total. Game two, Minnesota-Memphis. Minnesota stole game one. They are seven-point dogs tonight in game two to Memphis, 240 on the total. Boy, that's a big total. And then New Orleans and Phoenix tonight. Phoenix rolled in game one. They're 10-point favorites in game two, 221 and a half on the total. Uh, where do you guys want to start? Uh, Minnesota-Memphis is the one I, I'm just most interested in the game. I mean, that you had the game one victory by Minnesota, uh, who obviously are now you know, live in this thing because they've got a game under their belt before they go home. Grizzlies seven tonight as the uh, as the line on this game. You got to feel like there's a Grizzlies bounce back tonight. You do. Does that mean it's time to bet on Memphis for the series? Memphis still a slight favorite around minus 125. And let's see, the series spread is hmm, Minnesota. Boy, if you took Minnesota minus a game and a half, I would not do that. Uh, but the big favorite is Memphis plus one and a half, minus 188. Is there yeah. anything to do big picture wise going into game two where there's some sort of value? I'm not doing anything. I'm holding on uh, with Minnesota. I do expect Memphis to tie things up here and uh, get the split down in Memphis. So I think it's a good time to jump on Memphis to win the series. You're not going to find much better than minus 126. I doubt they're going to lose tonight. Yeah. I doubt they're going to lose both games at home. So then it, it goes even. Right, the number is going to change. It's going to it's going to be heavier to, to Memphis to, to win a best of five, even though the home court would then belong to the the Timberwolves. I still think it, the number jumps significantly. If you feel like Memphis is going to still win the series, which I do, tonight's still the way to do it. I mean, you could also take Memphis plus a game and a half, though it's big juice. It's minus one eighty eight on that. Yeah. I just think it's worth bringing up that if you are strong on Memphis, now's the time you might not have another opportunity where yep. it's close to a coin flip. You're not laying a ton of juice. Now, I don't have the strong opinion that you do, that the Grizzlies are going to win that series. So I'm not going to do anything there. I liked Minnesota plus one and a half coming into the series. And so there's not a bet for me at this juncture because I think there's a decent chance that this can go seven and that Minnesota can win. Uh, just curious there. Uh, right now we're sitting at seven. Game one closed six and a half. Not a big adjustment, but maybe uh, the, I, I wonder if this is going to go up. Maybe telling us that that it's going to be uh, that it's going to be that bounce back. The total is the total's up a little bit. It's up. It's weird. Some places I saw this morning at two forty. Some had two forty one off a high scoring game number one. On the Minnesota side. Uh, there, there are some props that I was taking a look at. So was there a, a big adjustment with, 
with Edwards, who has been on a tear of late. His number's 24 and a half. I want to say in game one, that point total was 22 and a half. Is there still value on Edwards at over 24 and a half points? I think there is. I mean, doesn't it feel like he's taking a leap here? And he gets the basket yeah. whenever he wants. It just feels like it's really going to be difficult for anyone to stop him. Uh, I think I, I think 24 and a half is still a fair number. I mean, if, if it jumps any more, you might want to stay away. But I still like it where it is. Yeah, it's is inconsistency at the end of the regular season. Now, the final game, you're probably right off. There's 18 minutes played against Chicago. I, w- I wouldn't even count that. But remember, at San Antonio late in the season, he had a 49-point game. Against Washington, he had an eight po- 18-point game, 33-18. It's kind of like back and forth. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if uh, if this is a spot because you know that Memphis defense is certainly going to focus on him after it jumps up. One thing, A couple things that did stand on the Minnesota side for assists. So I was looking at the potential assists, and both Russell and Beverly popped. They each had 12 potential assists, and the Russell number is set at 7.5, and and the Pat Bev number is only 4.5. Pat Bev is 4.5? 4.5 assists. So would you you go over the Pat Bev? Yeah. I mean, after 12 potential assists in game number one, and let's see, he he finished with 6 at the end of the season, 4, 8, 4. So it's it's dicey. I understand why it's four and a half, but I would I would certainly look at a uh, possibility of going over. Let's see, he played twenty eight minutes in game number one. Should get similar usage. Ten six and six for him, and you know he's out there for his defensive effort. That that was pretty strong. That's all that that's all they they're asking out of him with the uh, with the other studs that they have on the roster. Let me throw uh, one at you about yeah. from game one. D'Angelo Russell averaged 31 a game during the season against Memphis in their four matchups. He obviously mm-hmm. shot the ball terribly in game one. He only had 10 points. He was, what, two of 11 from the field? He just he couldn't make a bucket. He's at 18 and a half tonight. I like him to go over that number. He averaged over that during the regular season. He's a 19 – excuse me. During the season, he was at 18-1, so right around this. Um, his playoff career, he's at 19.4 before this. I mean, this is where he, D'Angelo Russell is, right? 18, 19-point-a-game guy in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He's at 18-and-a-half tonight. I think even if he just makes a decent amount of his shots, like if he takes the same amount of shots and makes them, he's right there at the end. I like the Russell assist, actually. He had nine in game one. Mm-hmm. He had tw- 12 chances. And then uh, at the end of the season, 11 against Washington. Nine against Houston. It seems like he's he's uh, creating the offense. So I, I I think Russell over seven and a half is a pretty good look. How about this one? Twenty five and a half on the points and assists. So he goes under the points a little bit. He's at sixteen or seventeen, and he gets the seven or eight assists you're talking about. We're right there. If he's at eighteen points, mm-hmm. eight assists. He's yeah, twenty six. His, his scoring is tough to project. That that's the problem I'm having there. He had ten in the last game, and then if you look in the last month of the year, there are a bunch of single digit games. So that that scares me a little bit. You know what? Maybe I, your your way might be the best way to play it, the, or or the way we both talked about it. Maybe points and assists combined, twenty five and a half. Mm-hmm. That could be a good one. The other one I looked at, John Morant um, hit twenty points in the paint the other night. He's at twenty nine and a half. Is Ja going to go down quietly tonight as, as they lose the second game at home? I feel like it's a big John Morant night. The Grizzlies do not defend the paint well. 
I think he'll get to the line. I think he'll get to the paint. It's a it's yeah. a big number. What's he at? Twenty nine and a half for his points. I could see him going over. He had twenty drives in game one. Yep. Twenty drives and ninety touches. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You could also oh, look at like alternate points, kind of like, I don't know, 25 plus or 20 plus and parlay it with another prop that you guys like. Here's 25 plus is, is you, at least you're not worried about not clearing that 30. That's what more, I right? mean. You, it's not yeah. going to hopefully be a sweat. It shouldn't yep. be. <laughs> Do you think Jaron Jackson Jr. is a, as upset as we are about not even being in the mix for defensive player of the year? I'm sure he is. He got snubbed. Seven blocks in 24 minutes in game one. It's probably what two and a half tonight. Two and a half. Yeah, we need three blocks. Three plus blocks, and uh, it's not much juice there. What do we think about three? I like it. He Over the two. Jaron Jackson blocks? He had four. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. Let's see what happened in his other matchups with Minnesota this season. Mentioned how many he had the other day. Let's see. He had three in February against them. Mm-hmm. He had five in January against them. And let's see, one back in November, three in November. So all but one, he hit that three block mark. I like that one, actually. All right. I'm, I like that, too. All right. So we got Jaron Jackson. Uh, we got Pat Bev. We have D'Angelo Russell. Does anyone have a play on the game? I would lean Grizzlies tonight. Yeah, I'm not going to make a play on it. I just, I'm going to hope that Minnesota wins. Yeah, I'm staying away. Minnesota money line was good in game one, but game two was a pass for me. So, do you buy into the zigzag theory at all with like player props? Like, for example, Anthony Edwards. Is it worth a look? Not not some points, 24 and a half. That's a little white knuckly. But what about, like, you know, PRA under 33 and a half? Depends on the player. So, well, I, there's a game we're going to talk about in a minute that I didn't see posted everywhere. But do we do zigzag theory with Trey Young? Mm-hmm. One for 12 in game one. 0 for mm-hmm. 7 on threes. Bogdanovich? He was 0 for 8 in that game. Positive the Hawks can run hot and cold. Game. We saw this last year with the Hawks. They could look bad and then they could look great. I tended to uh, go buy into the zigzag theory with specific players after ice cold games. But after hot games, I, I don't do it as often. And here's an example that would have lost last night. And it's just one off the top of my head. Maxi. We all thought Maxi was not going to respond, was not going to ha- do that again. And he, I don't know. I'd have to look at what he did, but it felt like PRA-wise, he certainly crushed it, right? He had a big game. It wasn't obviously this. It wasn't the same as, as two nights ago. But but yeah, right. he played well. Yeah. Um. I. Not as much, but you know, some of these good defenses are going to make adjustments. Right. So, 
team like Memphis, that could be a spot to go under on a Minnesota player. I just, I wouldn't do it on the Edwards because I was expecting a big playoffs out of him and we saw it in game one and it wouldn't surprise me if that continued. It's mm-hmm. tougher to fade a hot start like that. Like yeah. dudes in the zone feeling it a little bit. Only other one. And like, this is, it's just the number that I've looked at plus two fifty for Ja to hit three plus threes. Three plus threes. How's there, there okay. for some games. I mean, he went, he was over two last game. So, I mean, like you guys said, he's going to drive to the hoop. But if he's having a jaw game and he's like, he's hot from everywhere. I mean, but looking at the past month, you know, three of six, four of 12, not great efficiency, four of four, three of four, oh of four. Like he'll probably shoot it. I I could see him shooting six, 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 but that's again, it's the number. It's the plus 250 on it that has me considering it. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd be willing to buy into most jaw props. So 32 and 8 game one, 90 touches, 20 drives, which is fourth highest we've seen in the playoffs. And he had 13 potential assists too. <laughs> like his numbers could have even been better than what they were. So I this is not a spe- a spot to uh to fade Ja tonight. No, he's getting to, he's scoring as many as many points as he needs to tonight for that team to win. That 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 feels like we're heading. All right, uh thoughts on the other games? Either one stand out. You said Trey, Joe, you want to go there? Trey Young? Yeah, I'm I'm annoyed because there are some numbers that I don't see posted on either sports book. Duncan Robinson, eight of nine on threes in game one. I don't see his numbers posted. Mm. And I don't see Bogdanovich after his 0 for 8 game, 0 for 4 on threes. I don't see that up. I do see Trey Young made threes after going 0 for 7. Uh, that is juiced, but it's two and a half. You want to talk about volume? You know the volume's going to be there with Trey Young. So is, is he going to make at least uh, three trays? That's that's the question there. You you would think so, even though they're still on the road. I did look at uh, Bam and his rebounding. Mm-hmm. The way that they play defense against the Hawks, they pull him away from the basket. They switch the heat. They move him out. He's on guard sometimes. He's not had rebounding numbers against Atlanta. An interesting angle on Bam. So um, you look at his games this year. Against the Hawks, six rebounds is what he's had in these games. Like he averages six rebounds per game against Atlanta this season. You you mm-hmm. can find his prop at somewhere. It's usually in the nine and a half, ten range. Like so, you know, it's always a weird thing because the ball bounces on the rebound prop. It's like ah, he's a good rebounder, but the way they use him, he might not be near the basket for a lot of these rebounds. I, I think that's an angle tonight to, to look at for this game. Aaron, are you doing anything here? Um, no, I just have a parlay um with Valentunis and Devin Booker. So I'm just looking at props, no sides or totals for me. Okay. Um on, on, on Trey, yeah. when he's been terrible, it looks like for the most part it's back. He did have an 0 for 6 game against Charlotte this year, mm-hmm. and he hit three threes the next game. Against New Orleans, um, let's see, see, end of the regular season against Indiana, he scored only 14. Next game, he scored 41, but it was wow. OKC. So, what is it, it wouldn't surprise me if he crushes, just crushes tonight, which doesn't he has to. He doesn't show up. I mean, Hawks are cooked. Would you yeah. think about the seven and a half if we think Trey's showing up? It's a lot of points. It is. It is. And Duncan Robinson, is he going to do that again? 27? No. I mean, that's part of the reason they demolished them. It wasn't a ball game at all. Uh, Pelican, what was your Valanchunas bet? 
Um, okay. So 15 plus points, 10 plus rebounds. And so I added those together. It's minus 159. And I thought, you know what? What else can I add in there? So I did Devin Booker, 25 plus points. He goes well over that. And mm. it's plus 150. I love it. Back to that game. There's a few. Uh, <laughs> few other to mention. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck QL Deli on the other side. We'll dive into today's, today's MLB card, including a bunch of games with double headers. That's next right here on Beck QL Daily. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.